And in studio in the stress list this morning from the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office, Sergeant Jason Wall. Jason, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Very good to see you, my friend. So um, one of the biggest things we talk about, especially this time of year, is DUIs. I mean, this is something that's been a big problem here in Central Oregon for a long time, right? That is correct. And around the country. Um, one of the things that law enforcement is trying to focus on for the holiday season moving through into January to cover the New Year's holiday is enforcement of traffic, which relates to DUIs and DUI crashes. So it's right at the forefront of law enforcement's mind this time of year. What's uh, our numbers like here? Well, I can speak for the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office. Last year alone, there were 270 arrests made for DUI, and that includes... That is everything that encompasses driving under the influence of intoxicants. It's not just alcohol. For this year, for 2023, as of today, we have 257 arrests made. So we're definitely creeping up on last year's numbers, and we still have a week to go in December. And this is just the the callers you guys take? That's correct. That is just the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office. Okay. does not include Redmond Police Department, Bend Police Department, or Oregon State Police. Deschutes, uh, the Deschutes County District Attorney has been in and has talked about this is a the thing that crosses his desk most often. Yes. I mean, traffic safety is highly, highly important to us at the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office, as well as all law enforcement agencies around the state. If we can prohibit or stop or interfere with a tragedy occurring, we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that happens. What advice do you have for folks uh, who are out and about during this time of year, this between the two holidays and with New Year's Day coming up? Well, it probably sounds like a broken record, but if you're going to imbibe uh, or if you're going to ingest intoxicants, whatever that might be, please uh, get yourself a designated driver. As Ben grows and as the population here grows, we have more drivers on the road um, at all times of the day and night. With that comes the added benefit of rideshare. Uber, Lyft, and companies similar, there really is no reason to get behind the wheel if you're under the influence. Have we seen a transition? from Because DUI means not only alcohol, but also drugs as well, right? That's correct. Any intoxicant. Have we seen any particular shift from alcohol to drugs or is there one area that's more popular than the other we have seen an uptick in the presence of thc in people's systems approximately 25 percent of our duis result in maybe alcohol plus thc or just thc or other uh, narcotics in their system as well and if somebody's driving down the road you're not going to be able to tell because they're not going to be using a doobie they could have a vape. <laughs> Correct. There's many ways to ingest, that's for sure. Um, there are plenty of indicators that law enforcement utilize to determine whether or not someone's under the influence of intoxicants. And the appearance of the signs and symptoms can present at any moment on the highway, on the roadways, at intersections, etc. It's not as obvious as someone uh, smoking, as you so eloquently put it, a doobie. I don't know anything about that kind of stuff, but it just seems to me that it's easily hidden. Since you've got uh, THC in gummies, you know, people can be just eating candy going down the road and you wouldn't know anything about it. Sure. I guess it would be very difficult to tell if, if somebody is ingesting a, a gummy with THC on board or, or just a, a regular old gummy bear from uh, the local store. Um, luckily, we 
rely on other tools <laughs> to determine if someone's under the influence. I'm sure the courts approve, approve of that. Yes, <laughs> they, they prefer it. All right, let's talk a little bit, uh, shifting to, to basically the weather that we haven't had yet. But you made a good comment that it's deceptive. This kind of a winter is very deceptive. Yes, I've been living here a very long time. Uh, and I noticed that over the years, specifically as my career in law enforcement has progressed, these types of winters can be the most dangerous. It's very easy to become accustomed to this warmer weather. We maybe don't grab that extra jacket or the hat and the gloves. Um, maybe we don't put our winter tires on because we want to save them for next year when the, when the real bad weather hits. Um, traveling in the backcountry, keep in mind, we still live in the mountains. This is still a mountain town. Weather can move in at the drop of a hat. And I know people who have lived here for three days or 30 years, they know this, but it's just bears to be repeated. If you're going in the back country, go prepared and prepare for the worst. Don't prepare for the best. It happened to me not too long ago. I decided to wear only a fleece and uh, I got caught in some weather, albeit not terrible weather, but I was very uncomfortable for a few hours. All right. So make sure uh, you're, you're packing everything you need before you head on out. Other tips to, you know, let people know where you're going, fully charged batteries, et cetera. Yes. And we definitely continue to hammer this message home to people who live here in Central Oregon. Let people know where you're going. Take a fully charged cell phone. Take a charger with you. Maybe some snacks that might get you through if you run out of gas or if you have a catastrophic failure of your vehicle, you need to walk. Um, there are a lot of people out on the roads these days, but you would be surprised. You drive the highway up to Mount Bachelor or on the backside of Mount Bachelor, uh, parts of the highways that are still open, you can find yourself up there for a couple hours before someone drives by. And because there hasn't been an excessive amount of snow, we don't have the plowed uh, drivers moving through those corridors on a regular basis. Whereas a heavy year, you might see two or three plows go through or a sander or someone who's de-icing. With this mild weather, uh, it may not be the case. So you could be up there for a while on your own. Definitely. Has search and rescue, has it been a light load so far this year? Well, I don't want to jinx it, Frank, and uh, I'm sure the people at Search and Rescue that are listening, if they are listening, are probably just cursing me right now. But yes, it has been a relatively easier year or less calls for service, let's say that. And But that can change at any moment. It definitely can. And we're moving into the heart of winter. I know that we just had the solstice, so days are getting longer and nights are getting shorter. Cold weather through January, February is not uncommon here with heavy snow loads in March, so... Okay. So when going into the backcountry, be aware of, uh, of what you're doing there. Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about the, all the construction that's taken place in central Oregon. And that has impacted uh, driving patterns are, are changed now. Definitely. Traffic patterns have changed. I'm sure anyone that's been driving through the northern corridor of Bend has noticed approximately at about Butler Market and the Parkway, uh, sort of that invisible line there, things start to change. Uh, the adjustments to bring lanes together to make room for construction vehicles and other uh, work that's going on. Uh, so please be aware. Vehicles are going to be closer to you than you think, uh, closer than they have been. One of the intersections that comes to mind is Roble and 97, where they've moved uh, north and southbound traffic to occupy uh, very similar lanes, a lot closer than they have been. So your mirrors, take that in consideration. If you're towing, Take that into consideration. Uh, so please be careful out there. Be aware. Put the cell phone down. Pay attention to the road. Road traffic laws are normally enforced by city and state police, right? But if you're 
if a sheriff's office vehicle is out there and sees something, that doesn't mean that you're not going to get pulled over for it. Precisely. Traffic, as it relates to construction zones and the, the violations, the fines are increased considerably. So if you're in violation of the motor vehicle code within these traffic uh, control patterns, uh, the, the construction zones, you can anticipate if you are stopped by regardless of, it could be us, could be OSP, could be uh, City of Bend, depending on where you're at, uh, expect those fines to be higher if you do end up getting a citation. We want to make sure our workers that are out there doing the good work and our uh, fellow Deschutes County citizens are safe at all times. There are a lot of people out there doing a lot of work and they're exposed. They're in the elements and their focus is their work. They don't want to have to be worried about being struck by a distracted driver. Absolutely. Um, Changing gears just a little bit, we've got uh, two people that are going to be running for uh, sheriff's position. The sheriff has said, I'm not going to run. Now, I was curious. I was asking about this. This is just as a citizen, right? You can't give me any inside scoop uh, from from inside the office. But we've got two people running. Is there a primary for this, or are they just going to meet up in November? The best that I can speak to it, um, it, at this point in time, there are two people that have voiced um, that they would like to run in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there are more people that come out, I believe they have to go to what's called a runoff in May, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And again, that's about all I can really speak to about it. Yeah, I, we'll just see what, what happens with that. But so far, two people have uh, announced and the sh- sheriff has said he's going to take a step back. So tell him hello for me too, by the way. I haven't seen him in a while. Will do. All right. Sergeant Jason Wall. He's with the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Frank. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.